Hey, hey, how's it going? I am doing great today. I am doing awesome. Awesome. Uh, I had a really good gig last night, and I have a gig tomorrow night, but, like, it's funny. I was, uh, Kate and I were hanging out with a musician friend of mine who, who I met down here in Nashville, a new friend, and, you know, we were kind of, like, chuckling on how seriously we take, we'll take, like, any gig. Um, you know, an open mic to just like, you know, three people and a dog, you still give it your all. You still care so much. He's like, yeah, he's like, I know I, I he's like, I get sweaty beforehand. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, but there's a beauty to taking it seriously. You know, there's a, I'm, I'm glad I'd rather, you know, take it seriously and care than just be like, oh, it's just, a, you know, no, it doesn't matter, man. Um, cause, uh, it does. And last night kind of was almost proof for, for that. No, not in a very substantial way. It's not like David Bowie was there and was like, Hey, Hey kid, you're going to make it. But it was, um, which was like my dream when I was like 18 and starting out in like Greenwich village. I'm like, I'm going to be playing the bitter end and David Bowie's going to walk in. And when he died, I was like, ah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> um, and, and his death was sad aside from my own narcissistic fantasy however uh, there's this excitement of any gig no matter where the hell you are no matter how few people you're playing to it matters you don't really know why but for me it's like okay if I do a great job this is what I'm best at in life this is it I'm not this good at anything else nothing I wish I was sorry this microphone keeps falling like a limp dick um and it you know, there's nothing else I'm qualified to do. Um, I'm okay at other things, but on a good night, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, this is why I do this. Okay. <laughs> it's 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 uh, it's so much fun. So I was at this place called Cabana Taps. I've played at before. It's a, a real nice room, very classic Nashville where it's like every time you're in a bar or restaurant, you're like, did this used to be like a mechanic or something? It's always like an old garage, you know, with the big glass doors and everything um you know garage doors but i've i've played there a couple of times and with on a few different rounds you know you'll have these rounds that are put on by different people and the rounds themselves get followings um i'm playing my taylor this week nothing too crazy but um love this guitar really uh grateful for it gotta be grateful for the crap you have <laughs> um but anyway so uh i i got there yesterday you know was excited um went, went with the gal she was able to come which was fun and met a few friends there my buddy dimitri dimitri stamos he's an awesome musician I'd love to have him on the pod and then daryl daryl ran i've spoken about he's uh, one of my favorite new york musicians we're good friends and uh, he, he's, he's great. So we've hung out a few times and, but he was, he came to the gig and that was fun. And it's always fun when you have friends, especially a friend that hasn't seen you in a while. Cause you, you know, we're always trying to like, uh, like we all appreciate each other. I think, you know, I certainly appreciate the heck out of him. And, and he said nice things to me before, but you're, you're always trying to be like, Hey, look at this. All right. <laughs> you know, it's this the fun 
camaraderie. You're showing off to each other in a very specific way. It's really beautiful. It's like the healthiest form of, of let's say, competition. Um, but you're really just trying to be like, hey, right? I don't know. It's, it's kind of fun. It's exciting. Um, so I, I had a little bit of pressure, you know, um, and, but I told you about this, um, this kid, she's like, I don't know, whatever, eight, 18, 19. And, uh, Kate and I saw her at play this round, you know, a few months ago and she just like blew us away. She was so goddamn good. So natural. So, um, like charismatic. I was like, Oh, I, I was like, I thought I was that good when I was 18, but I wasn't. She actually is. Um, so anyway, she was on the round, she was exciting, I was like, hey, you know, uh, we've seen you before, we freaking love you, you're awesome, keep it up, you know, so that was fun, and, um, and then a few other people, and then this guy on cello, he played cello, which was always fun in Nashville, because everyone plays a goddamn guitar, um, and he was, his name was Gabe, and he was just, uh, some friends of mine said that he, he, like, felt like he was famous, you know, just his vibe, um, so there's four people on the round, and he was great. And then this guy Justin, who I've seen briefly before, and but you know never actually played with him or really hear him play. So we, uh, you know, we 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 played around, man. And um, I was third, uh, which is always fun. You don't really want to be first or last, but I mean, it doesn't matter. It does it genuinely doesn't matter? But I, I just felt, you know, I just happened to sit there, and it was it was great. Um, and everybody did good, you know, and came up my turn and. My goal is always to like, you know, you basically with these rounds, you have like three songs, right? Maybe four songs. The one I'm playing tomorrow, I think I have four. But. And, you know, you have a very, very brief uh, amount of time and space to kind of make an impression. And I have all this drive to make an impression because I'm new in town and I want I want to just, I want to be part of the, the community and I want to like earn my keep, you know, Um Solidify my stay here. Um, we're gonna turn this. Why is this solo? There we go. So, um, um, that's a little too loud. But anyway, so, um, I started with a, a tune I've I've done on the podcast called "True Love Dies Young," but I did it a bunch of keys up and it. And it just like, well, first of all, I, so I started talking and I kind of introduced myself and, um, and I don't know, some, it just rightly, okay, you, sometimes, sometimes, you know, right away if it's, if, if you've got them or if you don't. And I had them like the palm of my hand, it just, it worked. Maybe I was, I don't know. It just worked, and, and I was able to give myself over in, like, a comprehensive way where they're like, okay, we're here for it. And I, I did True Love Dies Young, and it was so much fun. The guy in cello just started playing in the middle of the song, and in my head, I'm like, ah, oh, shut up. You don't know the chords. But then it was beautiful. And then I had another voice of, like, hey, dude, this guy's not cello. A few years ago, you would have, like, killed for this. This is beautiful. And it was beautiful. And, like, and everyone was like, oh, my God, you know? And it, it was great. It just, like, it, it worked. Apparently, people cheered very loud, extra loud. I don't notice these things, so I kind of, I genuinely don't. Like, I that's not, like, a, f- a false, um, humble, I think it's a protective thing for when people don't, don't, don't cheer. You kind of protect yourself. Uh, oh, my God, that's funny. Yeah, no, it's a protective thing so that when people do not applaud, you don't, I mean, you know, you'll hear from, like, celebrities all the time. It's like, if you don't, if you, 
if you pay attention to compliments, you're going to have to pay attention to the the criticism and the hate. So you kind of have to ignore both. Obviously, I'm dealing with that on a very, very minuscule level that is only important to me, but still important, right? Because let me, let's like examine this for a minute, right? I'm doing something highly, highly irresponsible for a living, and I'm not making a living at it. It's like I'm starting, I'm, I'm the CEO of a startup that nobody believes in except me, right? And even people who think I'm good, or, 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 or great, right? People think I'm great. It's still very, very, very difficult to make it, right? I have friends that are great that have already given up. It's crazy. It's a ridiculous world. So it's a... So in weak moments, you're kind of like, what the hell am I doing? This is crazy, you know? And, and I never fully doubt it because it's, it's what I'm supposed to be doing. However... um. You get excited when people kind of confirm your convictions. People are like, okay, you know, I think this does look good on you. You should be doing this. This is what you're supposed to do. You try to not be too much of like a narcissistic, postmodern spiritualist. That's like, what am I? what is my job in this world? You do your best. And, you know, everybody could do anything, but you try to do something that you're good at. That's definitely a better life than the alternative. So, you know, when someone gives you a compliment, it's not just like, ooh, I'm great. It's like, oh, okay, I'm not insane. That's kind of the reaction, by the way. I wish it was like, I'm great. That'd be nice. Very hard to take in a compliment at all. But when you do, it's kind of like, okay, I'm not insane, <laughs> which is great. That's that's like, that's the best feeling ever. Somebody confirming that you're not crazy for putting yourself out there in this very vulnerable way, taking your diaries and turning them into, uh, you know, these um, public fixtures of art. You know, you're trying to make your, your your thing, your little weird song that you made, uh, part of like the fabric of, of, of a, you know, a significant portion of society. It's a crazy thing. And if you're putting it out there, you know, I have a couple of friends, I have one friend in particular, two, I'm thinking of two friends, they're really good songwriters, they don't put anything out, they don't care. They show their girlfriend, they show their wife, they show me, they show somebody else, they play it at a local cafe, and they don't care. They're not trying to make it, they're not trying to like you know, get on a Spotify and, and like get out there. They're not, but they're the exception. And I, and I have a love hate relationship with their attitude. Cause I'm like, but you're great. I want more great stuff out there. There's tons of crap. You're great. But also I respect them. Cause they're like, I don't want that life. I'm not interested in this is just for me. And that's kind of the most wholesome attitude, but that's definitely not where I'm at. Like I love it. I do it. And it makes me happy first and foremost. When I write a song, it's not for anybody else. It's just for me, right? But once you've written the song, five minutes later, ten minutes later, a day later, a week, a month, a year, two years later, that song now, when you go into play it or record it in the studio or something, and then you put it out, it's not for you. It's not some like, um, you know, pageantry, you know, some narcissistic, uh, you know, um, me show. It, it really isn't. And that's why I, whenever a friend of mine puts out a song, I, I get excited because it's not about them. It's a very, very like, hey, I would like to be able to do this. And maybe there's some form of promotion involved and knowing that it's it's in the interest of their own self-preservation. But really, you're you're giving your song away, you know, especially these days when you're not expecting to make a dime off of it for a long time. 
you're giving your song away because you've decided this will be more useful in someone else's hands and I'll keep on I'll keep it alive and I'll keep but it's this constant you're giving it away um and that's why as a society we applaud when a songwriter plays a song even if it's not our favorite song we still applaud because we've been given something and it's polite when somebody give, gives you something you say thank you that's the transaction um now, if you are a songwriter, right, you don't walk around and go, I am so generous. No, it's a privilege. Uh, it's a very, very, very rare privilege to be in that position to give a song away. It is. It's very, very rare. And, and you know, you have to really earn that. And you have to pay your dues, and it takes a very long time. Um, yeah, so, um, so the gig went great. <laughs> So, you know, it's hard to, to but but anyway, pe- people are very enthusiastic. And I felt it. I'm like, oh, I think that was good. You know, and, and whenever you're singing a song and there's a bar and everything and everyone's quiet, the bartenders like stop pouring drinks and, you know, you could hear a pin, pin drop. It's actually the round is called Pin Drop Series. Um, you could hear a pin drop like that's it, man. And that's not just me. That's Nashville and people are respectful about songs. And people really listen to songs. That's great. You know, but it was it was great. And to prove that, I played another song after that that like, I, I knew right away. Actually, I actually knew before I started playing. I'm like, this is not going to go over as well, but I got to play it because I, I have to figure it out. And the only way I'm going to figure it out is if I do it. <laughs> so I did it. And, you know, again, at a quiet point in the song, you can hear a mummer. You know, you can't hear a pin drop anymore. And that's fine, you know. Um, and that was that. Uh, I told a story about the cat and like that was really fun and people were laughing. And it's fun to kind of, you know, you're singing songs that are quite sentimental, so it's really fun to counterbalance them with just, like, bullshit, you know? And I'd had a had a milkshake yesterday and carne asada french fries and freaking beer, so it was just utter turmoil, you know, in the, in the, in the, uh, on the insides, you know, in the innards, so it was like, I was just, like, terrified of singing, and, and, but it was, it was crazy, but it was really fun, and, uh, gig went great, I, I think, uh, like people followed me on Instagram after, which is also like always like an amazing metric of like, oh my God, you know, but it felt honestly, really, um, I enjoyed everyone else that played like immensely. Like I was really able to enjoy everybody's set. I wasn't like, Ooh, what song am I going to play next? Like I was able to be super present for them. And, um, yeah, it was, I was able to just take it in and it felt like community. It felt like friendship. It felt like I, I was living the dream for those few minutes. It was beautiful. Um, and that was that, man. You know, we, we, we hung around and, and, uh, and we ended up going to Greenhouse Bar, which is a bar near here. It's literally in a greenhouse. Very cute. Um, with Demetri and just had a great time chatting and, and it was like 1130. We're like, oh my God, we got to go feed the cat. He's got to go feed the dog. So, we parted ways, and that was that. And had a great time. Um, okay, I want to try this. Uh, I want to try a song here that I don't think I've done this, but I, I love this song so much. And it's um, it's by a band that. Uh, all right, it's called. All right, they're called the Killers. I've played them way too much here, but I love them. So uh, there's not going to be elaborate. I can't even find my pick, but. Um, probably under the typewriter there 
no. Anyway, so I'm, I'm just going to give this one a go. I think it's going to be fun. If it's not, I'll... I'll... All right, here we go. Sun and 
labor till your work is done. All right, I hope I did that half justice. The recording is so great. Um, this this song, so it's on their record called Battleborn, and it is one of the um, it's one of the first. Uh, it's one of the songs that Daniel Lenoir, the legendary rock and roll producer, who in my my favorite stuff he's produced is Bob Dylan's uh, No Mercy and Time Out of Mind albums. If you want to hear older Bob Dylan just be incredible in his prime, just g- genius sonically in songwriting, check out anything that Daniel Lenoir produced, uh, like No Mercy and Time Out of Mind. But anyway, um, Daniel Lenoir came on to... The, the Killers kind of begged him. You know, they're on their fourth record. They did Hot Fuss, which is huge, bombastic. You know, it's got Mr. Brightside on it, and Somebody Told Me, and all those songs. And then then they had an incredible sophomore record um, called Sam's Town, and that's just a beautiful record. And then they had um, um, e, uh, Day and Age, which is, uh, it's got like Human on it, and Spaceman, and my favorite killer song ever, uh, Dustland Fairy Tale. Um, just a just a one of the best records ever. Um, Read my mind. That's on uh, Sam's Town. Anyway, just writes. So they have these three really just incredible albums. Then they uh, you know they take a bit of a break and they're going to do Battleborn, their fourth record. And they're kind of having a bit you know struggling with like um, you know how do we top the basically have like kind of the first three records are in my opinion perfect albums and um, they felt very proud of those. They're all hits in their own ways and you know. Um, and their fourth record's great. Uh, it's not the first three, but it's a really good album. And, you know, it's got a song on it called Runaways. And Runaways is one of my favorite songs on it. And then, oh, oh my God, The Way It Was, I've done that song. It's one of the best songs ever, The Way It Was. So romantic. Um, and they asked Dan Lenoir to come in and help them produce. And this song, Be Still, was kind of one of their, like, trying to show off and get the approval of this legendary producer, you know, Daniel Lenoir. And uh, it shows. I mean, it's just a beautiful, brilliant song, and the production's great. It's very the killers, very eighties. Got a drum machine, but it's it's genius. It's just uh, it's perfect. It's a perfect recording, and yeah, go check that out. Oh my god. Um. So anyway, uh, li- life is life is wonderful. Um, we are we're here. We're doing it. I went on a beautiful hike with Kate yesterday. We went to um. Um, the uh, Harpeth Valley, which is a river. It's a Harpeth Valley. Uh, it's called the Harpeth Valley Narrows. It's a place where the river kind of almost does a figure eight. It meets itself, I guess, because the it's a little bit flat and weird. It it uh basically it it gets really really close and then bottles out and makes a big loop and then comes back and keeps going, keeps meandering. Um, towards the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, but. In the middle there, where it gets close, there's a part where the river kind of breaks through through rock and has cre- carved this tunnel through these cliffs and comes out of a waterfall, literally a tunnel. So if you, I'm sure if you Google like Harpeth, a Harpeth River, Tennessee tunnel waterfall or whatever, that it'll it'll show. I, I'll put photos of it on my Instagram. But it's an incredible natural sight. So we hiked into it and just, I mean, I've never seen this. I barely, you know, it's one of those hikes where like, is it going to be far? Are we going to even see it? It's not going to look that good. And it was just magnificent. It was beautiful. Um, and there's like freaking seashells and fossils and stuff. And 
in another lifetime, or maybe uh, maybe when I'm 50 or 60 years old, I'd love to go to school for archaeology. Is that the one where you study rocks? I want to study rocks and just like I'm obsessed with rocks. And I was in South Dakota on the in the prairie. I I couldn't stop looking down. The rocks were so uh, beautiful, and you know you found a few fossils there as well. And um, you know it's uh it was a really super super special hike. And um, overall, it's just been a fun weekend. I saw Raylan Baxter who uh, he's a, a good songwriter, Americana, you know, kind of in my genre a little, little bit. And he did a great job. He played at the park literally seven minutes from our house and, you know, got to sit on the lawn and drink beer and just listen to him. And it was so much fun. And there's like families all around and cute puppies and stuff. And it was really a lovely time and got a burrito from one of the food trucks and bought uh, this cool little handmade clay thing with matches, you know, um, to like hold matches Part of from some guy who we turned out to like we were chatting, we had a lot in common and um so it's just been like a super wholesome weekend and uh I'm playing tomorrow um at Winners, which is a fun bar. It's right near a bar called Losers, which is apropos and but we're playing at Winners, folks. Um And that's that. Um I, I'm yeah, I just feel excited booking a bunch of shows, booked a few New York shows, um and as I get closer to actually putting out this record, um, which, by the way, I just want to be as clear as I can be. The whole holdup is I don't want to just put it out. Uh, I want to do it right. So we're trying to we're trying to even bring on some people to the team, potentially, you know, get like kind of like an intern that will, you know, a paid intern, but someone who can help me out, um, help out with stuff. And so anyway, when I do start putting this thing out, I'm definitely going to do a little bit of a tour, you know, maybe just local and go to like Chattanooga and Atlanta and, you know, up to, uh, you know, go up to like, uh, maybe do like, a uh, Knoxville, um, Knoxville, Asheville, Raleigh, um, and maybe swing back around there, there to like Chattanooga and yeah, do, do something like that. Maybe do Louisville, Kentucky and, um, maybe even, you know, go to Chicago and stuff like that. Do just have a fun little tour. Um, and you know, but make an exciting poster and just really, really, really do it. Um, so we'll see. I'm excited about everything. Going to work really hard at this, uh, but having fun as well. Um, trying to think, uh, anything exciting happening? Like, so yeah, I've just got these gigs, booking shows, um, and then continuing to solidify the stuff, messing around with a film camera that I have. It's for my parents, and they were young, my grandfather actually. And uh, I'm trying to figure that out good enough so I could like take good photos. And so that would really like just um, that'd be a game changer if, if uh, we could take like our own promo shots and stuff. First of all, it would mean a lot. It would mean more, um, but it also just save a lot of like money and relying on other people. So that'd be really cool. Um, but anyway, I'm going to close on, uh, first of all, I'm just want to say I've been drinking my coffee and, uh, it's really, really good coffee. I have some cream line milk, which is, you know, cl closer to the milk that, you know, uh, my cows produce back in the Catskills. Um, so feeling great. I'm so, so I want to take a moment and, uh, we're going to be all cheesy. All right. I'm going to pull out my dreads here and my, uh my uh pants with the elephant indian stuff on that and uh, we're going to be we're going to be present and spiritual for a minute um there's room for gratitude you can't be too cool for gratitude but last night's show was awesome i had such a fun time 
people were really nice. They said nice things that I tried to take in and I felt encouraged. Not all my shows are like that. Um, this felt really just encouraging and fun, like as fun as it, it can be. And uh, I'm so I'm so grateful. I'm proud. I'm proud of what I did. You know, again, I do think I it's something I'm a lot better. I'm most qualified to do that. And I did it. And I'm staring at a photo of Leonard Cohen on my desk with a cigarette dangling from his lips, playing an ovation classical guitar. And he has this brooding, foreboding look on his face. Hair is gelled back. It's shadowy. It's a real soft, beautiful photograph. And it's what Leonard was best at, and he gave himself to the craft. Um, you know, I'm grateful for that, and uh, I want to try to do a good job at this. So anyway, I'm playing a Dylan cover, uh, like a Dylan, it's on Bob Dylan's 81st birthday. You know, you have these, everybody gets together and plays Bob Dylan songs. So I got invited to do one of those in Nashville by my buddy Mike Miz. So um, we're going to do it. And uh, this is a fun song that, uh, I tried thinking of songs that no one else would sing, and I was gonna go old man Bob Dylan because I love that, and I think it's like one of the most underrated kind of Dylan eras. But those songs are really long, and um, honestly, I I like just memorizing all those lyrics. There, there, he just kind of like you know, yeah, he would just go verse after verse. He has long songs all over, but the ones I like, like um, not dark yet, and um, even things have changed. Uh, Standing in the doorway crying. The new one, um, I've made up my mind to give myself to you. These songs are like very long. And uh, frankly, I'm I'm just, it, yeah, I've some of my own songs I've written recently that I've not memorized. So, but so I, so I thought, okay, I'll do an early kind of pre fame Bob Dylan track called Hard Times in New York. And then, and then maybe I'll do, um, what was the other one I picked? Uh, Either it's If You See Her Say Hello from Blood on the Tracks, which is such a great, that's such a great song. Did I pick that one? I feel like I, I've, yeah, I think it's that one. But anyway, I'm definitely going to do this one. Super fun. Early Bob Dylan, New York. Very old time New York kind of song. Hard times in New York. Country boy comes to New York. That kind of thing. So here we go. Come here, ladies and gentlemen, and listen to my song. I'll sing it to you right, but you might think it's wrong. Just a little glimpse of the story I'll tell about an East Coast city that you all know well. And it's hard times in the country, living down in New York town. Old New York City is a friendly old town. From Washington Heights to Harlem on down. There's a mighty many people, and they're milling all around. And they kick you when you're up and knock you when you're down. It's hard times. In the country, living down in New York town. It's a mighty long ways from the Golden Gate, from the Rockefeller Plaza to the Empire State. Mr. Empire sits up as high as a bird. Oh, Mr. Rockefeller never says a word, and it's hard times from the country, living down in New York town. Well, it's up in the morning trying to find a job at work Stand in one place so your feet begin to hurt If you got a lot of money, you can make yourself a merry If you only got a nickel, it's a Staten Island Ferry And it's hard times in the country Living down in New York town 
Mr. Hudson come sailing on the stream And old Mr. Minuet paid for his dream Bought you a city on a one-way track If I had my way, I'd sell it right back It's hard times in the country Living down in New York town I'll take all the smog in the California, yeah Every bit of dust in the Oklahoma plains The old dirt in the caves and the Rocky Mountain mines Oh, they're so much cleaner than the New York kind And it's hard times in the country Living down in New York town So all you know is the people spread the news around You can stamp you can listen to my story, you can listen to my song You can stamp on my name, you can try and get me be When I leave New York, I'll be standing on my feet And it's hard times in the country Living out in New York town Alright, uh, I'm gonna try that key up cause, Or a few keys up, actually Let's see how high I'm not gonna do the whole song again But just to I feel like I could make it Um I could make it just feel a little bit more modern, maybe. Um. Alright. Come, ladies and gentlemen, and listen to my song. I'll sing it to your right, but you might think it's wrong. Just a little glimpse of a story I'll tell about an East Coast city that you all know well. And it's hard times in the country, living out in New York town. Old New York City is a friendly old town From Washington Heights to Harlem on down There's a mighty many people and they're milling all around And they kick you when you up and knock you when you're down It's hard times in the country Living out in New York town Alright, I don't know what which one's better Maybe somewhere in between uh, If you have an opinion, write in, call in um, I appreciate you so much for listening. This has been so much fun. Thank you so much to everybody who came out. Thank you to all the new friends that we met at the show. Uh, Cabana Taps, that was so much fun. Uh, winners going to be great this Tuesday. Got a bunch of other stuff coming up. Going to play in the Catskills as well. If you're in upstate New York, I'll see you this summer. Um, and if you're any, anywhere else, I'm going to see you also very, very soon. So uh, I love you for listening. Thank you so much. Um, enjoy your coffee. Enjoy your nightcap wherever you're at. Um, enjoy being sober, not doing any of those things. Enjoy being smart and drinking tea. That's probably healthier, but they say it. But uh, I love me, I love me my coffee. I love me my coffee. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful week. I appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Okay, bye now.